All right, fellow fact checkers, we've got a brand new sponsor, and I am excited to promote this product. It's Fox and Sons Coffee. Now, Fox and Sons Coffee is a family-owned and operated small business selling whole bean, organically roasted, amazingly good coffee. On their website, Steve, the company's founder, describes how his love of coffee started with special Saturdays with his dad when he was growing up. Steve wants to share his love of coffee with you and the entrepreneurial spirit with his sons. Check out the website, foxnsons.com. And take a look at their best offer. A monthly subscription for three bags of coffee with free shipping for $38.89. Also, Steve's been on the show. He's a friend of the show. He follows us on the morning after as well as here on Fact Check This Podcast. Steve is a great dude. Great company to support. So go check out Fox and Sons Coffee. And get your morning started off right with a bag of delicious Fox and Sons Coffee. Let's start the show. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This Podcast. All right, Fact Check This Podcast, and today I'm going to read an article that I just thought was funny. I don't have any particular reason for it other than because I thought it was funny, and I'll give a little bit of commentary on it and discuss the topic itself a little bit more in detail as we go through it, but mostly this is just one that I thought was hilarious and and wanted to share. And we talked about it on the morning show uh, a few weeks ago and kind of got into it a little bit, but not not really in depth. So, again, it's it's just something that I, I found amusing and I like to share that kind of stuff from time to time. No particular purpose to this other than because I wanted to. Attractive female students no longer earned higher grades when classes moved online during COVID-19. This is by Beth Elwood, and it was on, you can be found on SciPost. I actually really enjoy SciPost. They tend to lean a little bit left on a lot of stuff, but generally speaking, especially on the um, specific topics like, like this one is under social psychology and some of the other things. There are some really interesting articles on this that get into the psychological side of things and kind of the way um, society structures itself naturally. And it's uh, it's got some interesting stuff. So I highly recommend checking out SciPost just for some of their general, general stuff. Uh, probably stay away from some of the more political stuff, but that's uh, with any left-leaning, I mean, really with any uh, news publication. Probably want to stay away from that stuff. New psychology study or findings suggest that attractive students earn higher grades in school, but for female students, this beauty premium disappears when classes are taught remotely. The findings were published in the journal Economic Letters. A large body of research suggests that physical appearance has an impact on person's success. For example, attractive people tend to earn more money and report higher life satisfaction than less attractive people. Interestingly, scholars have yet to agree on the explanation behind this beauty premium. One account suggests that the beauty advantage can be explained by discrimination. For example, employers may inherently favor attractive over unattractive workers. Another perspective suggests that beauty is a productivity-enhancing attribute. This view suggests that attractiveness lends itself to higher productivity, for example, through increased self-confidence. I'm interested in discrimination generally, said Adrian Mayek, a graduate student at Lund University and the author of the new study. In economics research, lots of attention is given to discrimination based on gender and or race. 
While these are important issues, there has not been much research on beauty-based discrimination in the educational setting. So the paper fills the gap there. Also, the pandemic made discrimination based on appearance much more difficult since teachers cannot readily see students' faces. Whereas discrimination on, for instance, gender is possible in the online setting also, as long as you have the names of students. So if you don't want your son to be discriminated against for uh, gender-based reasons in the Zoom era post-COVID world, don't give them some sissy name like Ashley or Courtney. For my friends who are named Ashley and Courtney that are female, I love the name. It's a beautiful name. If you're Ashley or Courtney and you're a male, I'm really sorry your parents did that to you. You should probably have it legally changed to like Spike or Blade or something. Mayak conducted a natural experiment to hopefully shed light on an explanation for the beauty premium. The study investigated the effect of student attractiveness on university grades during both in-person instruction and remote instruction. This design allowed the study author to better isolate the effect of appearance since student-teacher interaction is much lower during remote instruction compared to in-person instruction. Any attractiveness advantage observed during remote classes is more likely due to the productivity-enhancing effect rather than discrimination. The researcher obtained data from five different cohorts of engineering students from a Swedish university, resulting in a final sample of 307 students. Notably, students in two of these cohorts had attended a portion of their classes remotely when the COVID-19 pandemic pushed instruction online. The content of these courses stayed the same, but lectures and seminars were conducted online. Although students were encouraged to turn their video cameras on during lessons, it was not required. To obtain an attractiveness score for each student, Mayak had an independent sample of 74 individuals rate the attractiveness of the student's faces. When analyzing the data, Mayak found, uh, first found evidence of a, the beauty premium in traditional in-person instruction. For non-quantitative courses, such as business and economics that were taught fully online, student attractiveness was positively correlated with student grades. However, this effect was not found for quantitative courses, such as math and physics. This was in line with the researchers' expectations, since non-quantitative classes tend to include assignments and presentations that encourage student-teacher interaction, while quantitative classes are often graded entirely through final exams. See, this is something that's interesting and, and that I really thought was um, telling about this is, and, and you see this, you see this throughout society that maths and sciences, uh, like it's math and physics, like the the really strict disciplines tend to be more male influenced and and have a higher participation rate from male students. And generally speaking, this is a again a very vast generalization. This is not talking about, you know, specific individuals because anytime you say generally speaking, somebody's like, oh, what about this one person? Like That's why I said generally speaking. I'm not isolating each individual uh, exception to the rule. Generally speaking, they tend to not be incredibly attractive. They're usually kind of nerdy, homely, and especially for females who get into these types of fields, 
they tend they also tend to generally speaking be less attractive so is it a correlation that the the strict discipline sciences have a tendency to attract less attractive people whereas the more as i say the the more uh quantitative things such as business economics you know stuff like that tend to be more subjective tend to have more room for play and interpretation like the hard sciences you know there's not a lot of uh leniency for deciding you know how right were you you're either right or you're not in in those those hard science type things um whereas in some of the quantitative type of classes uh courses uh work it's much more of a subjective thing like how well did you perform what did you like there's uh there's a lot a lot more factors that go into it than just right or wrong so like you can see how that would that kind of plays out societally socially in the business world like there is something to that so this is that's why i kind of thought this was really an interesting topic the results next revealed that the switch to online instruction eliminated the beauty premium but only for female students for non-quantitative courses attractive female students saw a decline in their grades with remote instruction while attractive male students continued to enjoy a beauty advantage. According to the study author, these findings suggest that discrimination most likely explains the beauty premium for female students who no longer had higher grades when classes turned remote, but for male students who continued to see higher grades with attractiveness even when student-teacher interaction was low, beauty seems to be a productivity-enhancing attribute. The main takeaway is that there is a beauty premium both for males and females when teaching is on-site. But for females, this effect disappeared when teaching was conducted online. This, at least to me, the author of the study, suggests that the beauty premium for males is due to some productive attribute. For instance, them having higher self-confidence rather than discrimination, whereas it is due to discrimination for women. I was surprised by the fact that male students continued to perform better when teaching was online, Meg said. In his study, he discussed several reasons why physical attractiveness might enhance productivity for male students. For one, male for one, male students who are physically attractive tend to be more persistent and have a greater influence on their peers. Attractive people also tend to have more social skills, which has been linked to creativity. Since non-quantitative courses tend to involve creative assignments and group work, men who are more attractive and thus more socially skilled and creative might be more likely to excel in this coursework. It seems to be quite difficult for researchers to answer why people discriminate based on appearance. Probably it's because we see an attractive person, we assign them some characteristics that they may not have, that they may not actually possess, such as intelligence. However, more research is required to establish precisely why this happens. The study, Student Beauty and Grades Under In-Person in and Remote Teaching, was published August 6th of 2022. So I really wanted to kind of um, key in on that last part of the of the study that they were talking about, the, the attractiveness benefits for males. And I think 
I think you kind of see that in the um, like the the frat boy persona. Like it gets played up as as toxic masculinity or uh, male privilege or whatever. But you don't typically see when people talk about toxic masculinity and male privilege and stuff like that. They're usually not talking about unattractive dudes. And I think it's something that just kind of comes like it's something that's hardwired in is when you're when you're an attractive guy, you tend to feel better about yourself. You tend to put forth more effort to take care of yourself. You you kind of dress yourself nicely. You you know, you groom yourself better. You just sort of there's a. I don't know, like, I think. For attractive guys, there is more of a like a level of discipline and self-respect and also of give a damn. And those guys tend to push more to be successful, to kind of push the envelope on things, to learn things, to to get out there and succeed, to to want to make a lot of money and make an impact. So it's a it's a psychological thing more so than it's a a physical thing. And and you see that you see that portray itself or play itself out with some guys who like based on beauty norms and and standards or you know uh what people m- commonly associate with attractiveness um for guys i think it's more of a self-respect thing and a a self-confidence thing and it's a it's an ego thing to to some large extent and like some of us aren't eight nines tens we're you know high sixes and we still think that we're incredibly attractive and still push for all of those things like it's a Self-confidence and and a, a, a good healthy ego are incredibly beneficial for men, and and for some reason, and I, I don't know, I don't understand the psychology of it, and maybe I need a female on the show to explain it to me. For some reason, women don't seem to get the advantage of that quite to the same extent, if at all, uh, which is really interesting and something that uh, I need to do more studying. I need to look at the I need to look at the actual uh, research on this beyond just the article that was written about it and see what it says and what it shows on this stuff, because there are some huge gaps uh, socially where men and women are very, very different. And a lot of times it seems like it just boils down to guys have a certain level of self-confidence and motivation to go after things that women don't seem to have and and a lot of times even those women tend to rely on uh their looks or or their attractiveness whereas the men the looks and attractiveness are kind of secondary to the drive and and the the will to to do things so something to talk about something to look at if you have thoughts or comments please hit me up let me know we can definitely dig deeper into this especially uh, I don't 
I don't look at the stats as much as I should, so I'm not sure. But, you know, whatever the percentage of my audience that's female, if you have disagreements on this or want to dig deeper into it, or maybe you have an explanation for why it is that women don't seem to get that that confidence boost or that ego boost that men do when uh, the attractiveness factor is not a direct uh, does not play a direct part in success. Hit me up and let me know. Let's talk about it because I, I think this is a fascinating topic. Like I, I would really like to to dig more into this and how these things kind of play out societally and why are people successful and why are other people not successful? Like what's what what are the what are the contributing factors to this? Because um, while I know that it is to some extent luck and being in the right place at the right time or just having opportunities that other people didn't have. Um, it always seems like the same people are the ones who get those opportunities. Like the opportunities show up for the same people, generally speaking. And those people, generally speaking, are attractive go-getter types that have a, a high drive and a, a high ego and really get after it. Whereas people who are kind of slummy and and don't seem to have a lot of self-confidence, those opportunities don't seem to present themselves for them. So like there's gotta be there's gotta be something like statistically or scientifically that's going into this that why is it? Or maybe it's even like the article discussed, like it's discrimination. Uh but how do you how do you change that? Like how do you change that mentality for the people who are like the like I said, I mean there are guys who are you know average at best that have a high level of self-confidence a high level of willpower a lot of drive and determination and they present themselves as if they're a a nine or a ten and they tend to get those same types of opportunities whereas if you have somebody who's on an equal playing field that is kind of slummy and doesn't assert themselves doesn't put themselves out there doesn't make an effort they don't get those opportunities. I, mean, I think I think what's going on inside has a lot more to do with uh, what happens for you and to you on the outside. And, and there's more that should be looked into with that. Hope you found this interesting. Uh, I think it's really cool. I would love to talk more about this if, anybody's, if anybody has an interest in that. So please feel free to hit me up. And in the meantime, I hope everybody has a great rest of your day, great rest of your week. Be sure to tune in for the next one of these. Uh, and again, let me know your thoughts. Like, I, I really I really want feedback on this stuff because I, I think these are interesting topics and that's the reason I talk about them. And, and I don't do any of these. None of my episodes are intended to be a one-off. I would like further conversation on, on stuff, especially stuff like this. So let me know what you think. Let's talk about it more. Have a good one, everybody. Don't forget to head over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and check out our longest and most favorite sponsor, Carlos Vanessa Abelar and Paloma Verde CBD. Get all of your CBD needs, and you get 10% off your order of $75 or more, plus anything over $75 is free shipping. So head over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com to get all your CBD needs. Have a good week, everybody.